Hello and welcome to the Spirit World Center. This is another Q&A episode, and today we are talking about haunted dolls, which is pretty cool. So the question is, I was recently introduced to the strange world of haunted dolls because I met a woman online who says she is a spirited doll empath. I was curious, so I started asking questions. She showed me how there are all these online groups where people buy, sell, and talk about their spirited vessels. I'm curious about your thoughts on haunted objects and what the deal is with that. Are they really as common as these groups make it seem? Have you ever had an experience with one? And why would a spirit want to reside in a vessel like a doll or stuffed animal, etc.? This is a great question. And it really provides the basis for talking about a lot of, of different aspects of the spirit world and what happens to a spirit after death and really what kind of choices are available afterwards. So to start with, definitely Laova and I have had experiences with haunted dolls and haunted objects. Now, some of these came into our possession unknowingly in that we weren't aware that they were haunted um, and others we created and I'll get to that uh, later in this uh, podcast episode so starting off absolutely haunted dolls are an interesting thing you might come across them say on eBay where they are sold they're, they're usually creepy looking old dolls that uh, have or are, are alleged to have a spirit within them. And if you read some of the write-ups for those vendors of haunted dolls, you'll find that, you know, I remember one backstory for a seller was saying that uh, they lived beside a cemetery, literally had a, a window open opening to the cemetery, and they had these dolls, and they invited the spirits from the cemetery into the dolls. And... So this is a very interesting practice, and there's a lot of people who collect these dolls. They have large collections. I want to start off by saying that, first off, this, and I'll get into it as we go, but uh, this is absolutely something that is real. It happens, and you can ensoul a doll. Uh, I want to start, though, by saying that there are certain risks, right? And that if you put a soul into a doll then you don't necessarily know who it is. And sometimes when a person was a real not nice person in life, they continue to be a not nice person in death. And at the same time, if someone was an absolute sweetheart in life, they will continue to be an absolute sweetheart in death, right? So you're going to have a lot of variations in personality. So if you're getting a haunted doll, you definitely want to make sure that you're getting someone who is... Uh, <laughs> who is kind um and of course that you're gonna have to you know work that out with the vendor and be careful about that uh but yeah it's it's something that that exists also in other cultures too in that if you look at um at thai amulets right so amulets from thailand and they are created with created within basically a buddhist magical tradition you'll find that there are there are actually monks buddhist monks who are trained in creating these magical amulets that uh, contain a spirit 
they they put a spirit into the amulet and the idea there is that the spirit can help the bearer of the amulet and in so doing the spirit will accumulate good karma and uh, and will uh, basically you know go on to a better next life because it's been helping the bearer of the amulets right so this is something that that exists uh, across culturally uh, of course in in the west with with haunted dolls it's much more of a uh, you know for those who are into the paranormal and who want to have paranormal experiences right because paranormal experiences do come with these items now the question is, what is going on when you insole a doll? Well, in essence, a uh, you know a spirit is a consciousness, right? And sometimes consciousnesses can be embodied, just like your consciousness is embodied within your body. Other times, a consciousness can be disembodied or unembodied, right? It's not within a physical body. And the thing is that a vessel, like a physical body or a doll, it provides an anchor point. It provides a consciousness with something where it can center its focus and then it can interact from that place. And so that's really what you're offering with a haunted doll. Now, this allows the, the spirit to have, conscious, uh, to have conscious experiences within time and space. And you can see the... the the pull for a spirit to have uh, to embody itself within a uh, within a vessel like that, especially if it's not ready to cross over, right? It can continue to be having experiences, but it's you know it's not ready to cross over and and to stop having these experiences of the physical world. And so, I mean, this is something that you can definitely, if you start doing psychopomp work, either shamanically or through other means, and psychopomp work is helping spirits to cross over to the other side, you can absolutely go to haunted dolls and, and have that conversation with them and say, okay, you know, can we, can we help you move over to the other side? Of course, at that point, you kind of ruin someone's haunted doll collection. So <laughs> there's that, bear that in mind. Uh, and then, of course, then there are ethics regarding you know do you want a haunted doll collection where everyone who is there all the consciousness who consciousnesses who are there are lost and you haven't provided the the means for passing over and so you're kind of keeping them as i don't know what the word is they're slaves so there is that um of course if you have a haunted doll collection and you have provided all the resources they need to pass over to the other side and they continue to choose to be in those haunted dolls well that of course seems much more ethical so that's something to consider now as i noted before absolutely laova and i have had experiences with haunted dolls one of the most interesting was with her she had a a big she has a big stuffed bunny and she has had this since she was a very young girl uh and uh she basically first encountered this this bunny at the um at the public library where she was living in quebec 
and when she was like, I don't know, she must have been five or so. And whenever she went to the library, she would play with this, you know, communal <laughs> stuffed animal. Definitely pre-COVID. I can, I can only imagine the germs that were on it because probably hundreds, if not thousands of, of children were playing with that thing. Uh, and But she loved this big stuffed animal of a bunny. And she, um, she loved it to this, the point that her parents bought it for her from the library. And so she brought it home, and she's had it ever since. And the interesting thing is that she always felt this kind of protective presence from it. And so when Laupa and I got together, you know, we started working very deeply with the spirit world. Um, and something that we did was we, we you know, took our magnifying <laughs> lens of focus, you know, of, of in investigation, and we, we brought it to the rabbit. And we wanted to see what, what might have been going on there. And something that we discovered was that there actually was a spirit in that rabbit. And it was the spirit of an elderly woman who had lost her child about a year before she herself had passed. And she liked to be around young children. And she liked to guide them and protect them and all this. And so she had entered that bunny while it was in the library. And she had stayed ever since. And it was a very interesting uh, moment when we started interacting with that being. And then something that we learned is that there actually were two beings within that rabbit. There was also a, a negative being who was much more perhaps predatory, but just, just negative. And the, the elderly woman, her spirit, had been essentially neutralizing that being, protecting those around from it. And so it ended up that we basically passed both of those spirits in that, well, we certainly didn't want the negative one being around, but then with the positive spirit, it was one of those moments where we, you know, we went to her and we said, and this is all, you know, taking place in, in a kind of third eye, psychic sense kind of space, right? Uh, we said, you know, do you really want to be here forever, right? Because you have to think about this. I mean, talk about a fate worse than death, potentially, to be, you know, within a, uh, a stuffed animal for eternity, right? It's, it's a nice temporary thing. Can give positive experiences, especially if you're not ready to pass over. But, you know, we went to this, this, this spirit and we said, look, you know, your daughter is on the other side. And you're here. You're here sitting on a couch on a on a ledge, you know, uh, in our in our study. Do you want to go over, right? Do you want to to leave this vessel and and go over to her and, and go over to the other side? And of course, you know, she was she was happy to go. It was a very emotional moment because Lava had been around the spirit for her entire life, not knowing it, and it had been watching over her and guarding her. And it was very emotional. And one thing that really stuck out to me is that after 
all of this after this exchange you know before if you were looking at this at this stuffed bunny it it felt like there was something there watching you it really did like you really got that tingle and you got that that instinctual and intuitive feeling that something was watching you after all this it felt completely empty you look at it's the energy the the feel of the item had completely and utterly changed and so i think that that was that was quite interesting now it is absolutely and very easy <laughs> to uh to make a haunted doll of this type i won't go too deep into the instructions but in essence what you want to do is one you want to cleanse it uh so you if you have an item right first off ethically check if it's already in sold <laughs> check if there's something already in it uh, because you don't want to be putting anything into it if it's already inhabited Although these are spirits, and as I was saying, you can have multiple consciousnesses within one item. You know, consciousness doesn't take up space. And so within a particular vessel, you could have a lot of different consciousnesses. But so you want to cleanse it of negative energies, definitely cleanse it of any negative entities. Um, and then ultimately what you do is you, you reach out with your consciousness and you say, okay, you know, I would like to offer this vessel to you know you'd specify something positive or you specify a particular being who you'd like to offer it as a vessel to and you say okay you know you can use this for as long as you want you, know, you can come in here you can use this as your base of operations you never want to bind the spirit to the vessel that i think is very unethical but you want to you can give it as like a park or an amusement park that they can play in right it can come in it can it can engage with the physical through that object and it can engage with an experience of the physical world through that object and they can leave when it wishes right so you can you can give it to it as that as like a base of operations and that is really just as easy as as giving the license to do so right giving permission and then you can do things like you can give a small offering or send love and light to that being in order to give it the energy required to uh, to embody within that within that object. And of course, you're not gonna. I just want to get one thing out of the way, which is that if you if you ensoul an object like this, you know you're not gonna have it walking around the room, right? It's not like Child's Play, it's the, the movie Child's Play, where you're gonna have Chucky, you know, running around it's uh it's much more like you're just going to feel a presence within that that object and you know sometimes you'll have paranormal stuff happening right you know the uh the door to the cabinet you keep it in might you know swing open by itself or you might hear a thud or a knock or uh the the doll might fall over at certain times you know you, you could have these kind of experiences right but you're not going to have the the concentrated you know think about how much energy is required to move limbs and such of a doll right as opposed to cause enough energy to cause it to fall over or push the cabinet over right we're talking about little 
you know, jumps and spikes in, in energy that you would require for these, and as opposed to these concentrated and, and complex movements that <laughs> otherwise would be required, right? Uh, so it's not as, as uh, sensational as certain movies would show, right? It's, uh, it's actually very... Um, uh, it's more like, well, having a haunted object, right? <laughs> you'll, you'll have some spooky stuff that might happen around it, but it's not like the, uh, the doll is moving around. So, yeah, there's that. Um, and uh, let's see, what else here? Another thing to note is that you won't, you don't always just have ghosts within a doll or an object. And here's the thing, right? You can offer any kind of object as a vessel. Uh, if you're working with uh, certain deities, ancient deities, you can, of course, offer, let's say, the statue of that being to them, right? So if you're working with, let's say, the Norse goddess Freya, you can offer the statue of Freya to Freya so that this consciousness can have part of itself within that statue and can be interacting with you through that statue. Right? You can feel its presence. So there's that. Uh, another, so you can, you know, any kind of object, whether it's like uh, um, a cup or, a, you know, a, um, uh, an, a, a dagger, <laughs> you know, or a wand, you know, all these kind of ritual items can always be dedicated. Um, a painting, right? These are all objects that can be insold in this way. And and oftentimes they, this happens without you even knowing it. Uh, so spirits of the land, spirits in the, in the ecosystem around you can absolutely take up resonance within various objects within your home. In fact, this is very common. The walls of your house are very much a, uh, like just a, a boulder, within the natural environment to these beings. And so you can have things like fae and elementals take up residence in your home and, and they'll go into things that are interesting and beautiful. Uh, I remember a long time ago on my altar, there was a, um, I had a candle and then I had a, a little statue right next to that candle that I'd light. Uh, I'd light the candle almost daily and, and there was a statue right next to it. And it turned out that in the statue next to the candle, there was a fire elemental that was living. And the thing about that is that, you know, fire is a really rare thing in, in the wild. But I was giving this regular show of fire, and this fire elemental was loving it. And it wanted to be as close to that as possible. So it was taking up residence in this little statue next to the, to the candle. And at the same time, other spirits of the land can take up residence in things that are beautiful within the house, right? Things like, uh, well, statues, but also uh, paintings, right? Uh, um, flower pots, uh, whether they're real or fake flowers, um, you know, things that are, are pretty and beautiful. Uh, toys. And, uh, and so they essentially are, are using this as a home base that they are putting their consciousness into as they go about their daily rounds, and they can have that more uh, focused and solidified experience of time and space within that vessel. It brings up the point that if you have something that you suspect has a spirit in it, and you're going to you know, take it to Goodwill or Value Village or any kind of, you know, if you're getting rid of it, uh, give a heads up to the spirit that might be in it. Uh, it's, a, it's a very, um, uh, it's a very uh, respectful thing to do. Of course, don't worry about it if 
you have thrown things out before and not given a heads up, spirits are smart enough that if you take that, let's say, painting and you put it by the front door, it knows it's heading out the front door. It's going to jump ship long before you take it out. It's just it's nice to give a respectful heads up to it. So, yeah, you know, here's the thing is that anything can be ensouled, whether it is a... Um, whether it's a statue or a doll or a painting or a chalice, you know, anything. And yeah, you're inviting that consciousness to basically take up space within that item and have an experience within that item. And yeah, there's ethical considerations. Absolutely. I think it's important to give the spirit the option to leave. I think that's the absolutely the number one thing if we're talking about spirits rights here right you don't want to be bound to that item for all eternity that is does not sound very fun so yeah i think that's uh that's you know i'd <laughs> you know one of the one of the most interesting we um we work a lot with the fae here and um we have a little fairy village, which is basically on this one little coffee table. We have, you know, all these little miniature houses and, uh, you know, all these amethysts and everything. And it's, you know, basically we've given, uh, we've given the local fae and spirits of the land the right to come in there and use it as a base of operations within the house and basically to, you know, put their presence within it. And, uh, but something that we then did, this was right when the Mandalorian first came out and and uh they were selling these little baby yoda um toys and we just thought that baby yoda was adorable and and so we we bought one and we offered it to the fae we were like okay you know what this is we we really feel like you guys will enjoy this it's whimsical and fun and cute and uh and we basically said okay you know local uh one particular type of fae around here we said okay you know take up residence you can uh, we offer it to you and there was there was definitely a presence in there they definitely liked it um and we were you know giving little chocolate offerings um in front of the baby yoda to kind of empower their <laughs> their operations within it so it was uh that's you know it, it actually is quite easy to make a haunted doll you just have to give permission you know cleanse the thing give permission and just you know give a little energy and uh, uh to to help them get in and just let them do the rest it's it's really it's really that simple so i hope this has been a useful discussion of haunted dolls uh until next time everyone lots of love and light take care and bye bye <laughs>